When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Morning, everybody. Welcome back. Good morning. It is Wednesday, the uh, 17th of January, 2024. And that's quite a wind chill factor we got today. Uh, wind chill factor be below zero to 15 below. Uh. Mm. It's painful. I was telling Jeff <laughs> yesterday, my daughter comes out off the school bus. She runs inside and she's like, we don't have school tomorrow. We are, there's no school tomorrow. And I'm like, Penelope, I would know. I'm your parent. I would know if you don't have school. You're like, I'll let you know when yeah. there's no school tomorrow. Exactly. I'm going to tell you when there's no school. I'll Mom, let you know when they let Jeff, me know. Jeff, they said on the announcements today when we were leaving school that we don't have school tomorrow. They told me on the announcements. Were you like, really? And I was like, listen, we have these fun things called cell phones. It's technology. They email. They call. They mm-hmm. text. It's not a thing until She's it's like, a thing. I'm telling you, Mom, and I'll be damned. We, here come all the things. No yep. school. I guess the HVAC system can't keep up with the. Probably not. My like, mind's having a tough time. Yeah, it's not staying. I, mean, I figure with all those kids and all those bodies in that yeah. building, you would warm <laughs> it up a little bit. Just no, sweat. I immediately went to when I was in school. You know, I went to Holmes High School in Covington, which was like an old castle built in nineteen something, like a million years ago. And we froze all the time in there. Well, I'm sure Penelope had her moment of vindication where oh, she yeah. gloated. And- I told you. Mm-hmm. I told you. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so no school. because She's right. And then I saw, too, um, I guess Cincinnati Public doesn't have school yeah, today either. They're off today as well. So what is she going to do with her day off? Oh, I don't know. I sent the homework packet. I was like, here's the homework packet, girlfriend. You got to get four pages of this done today. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Remember, like, how we didn't have snow days there, you know, because kids were working remotely from home, so snow days are no longer a thing? I mean, is that pretty much true? Is that how it is? Like, if there's a snow day, they just send them work? Well, they sent work home yesterday, I think, because obviously they knew that today was going to not be a day. Today was going to be, like, a weather day or whatever, but I don't know because we haven't really had any major snow days. Yeah, we haven't had any major snowfall. Somebody reminded me that we had... Quite a snowfall right before Halloween last year. Do you remember that? It was about a week before yeah. Halloween. It was significant. Well, yeah. they're saying Friday into Saturday of this week, like Friday morning. I think Thursday, Friday, Saturday is going to be like some snow and fluffy snow. Another, heard, another right? silver yeah. lining. I'm trying to put a positive spin on these on this deep freeze that we're in here, but uh, they do say that you know this 
helps wipe out some of the, the bugs, uh, allergens, allergens that contribute Germs. to yeah. a nasty season come spring. So. It's always Tim that's like, we need something to kill all the bugs. We do. Thank God. And now I can go pick up all the dog poop because it's frozen. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Way easier. Out there, buddy. So it again, so uh, wind chill factor below zero to 15 below with plenty of sunshine. High of only 26 today. And then tomorrow, dry with light snow by the evening, high of 29. But our current temperature right now is 6 at Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, Coming up, first e-news of the day. Uh, Jason Priestley talking about Brad Pitt's hygiene habits. Uh Not the first person to talk about Brad Pitt's hygiene habits. Also, Nicole Kidman lied to save her career. We'll explain and a no-doubt reunion. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art news with brad pitt's hygiene habits i love i I love finding out these stories about when these mega superstars were just coming up in the business and who they lived with I feel like there have been so many stories of these unlikely roommates. And, of course, none of the other pairings is, is coming to mind right now. Like, will, will Arnett and Bradley Cooper were roommates forever? <laughs> and, right. they, and they would be like, we lived at the front part of the house, and then the back of the house was like a revolving door. And they named the people, and it's all people you know. Yeah. It's yeah. so weird. It's kind of, it is. It's super wild. So, of all the people that Brad Pitt lived with, Jason Priestley was one of them. They lived together with a third roommate in the late 80s in a really crappy part of L.A. Jason says they used to play a game to see who could go the longest without showering, and Brad always won. Mm. He said, I think about it now, and I'm like, dude, how disgusting. What were you thinking? But Jason previously talked about living with Brad in his 2014 memoir. He said they lived on ramen noodles. Yeah, I can relate to that. Generic beer. I think, what was it? It was Pabst Blue Ribbon, but there was one that was even cheaper than that that Black we label. used to drink. Oh, Carling God. Black Nat- Label. Natural yeah. Light. Oh. No, there was one even worse. Keystone? Oh. No, I'm going to have to think about it. The Beast? Be- <laughs> Steel you Reserve. You know them all, I know them all. don't Stros? you? <laughs> Stros. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Marlboro Lights, because Marlboro Lights is what they smoked. So, was was yeah. that a cheaper brand? I don't recall. Which one? Marlboro, Marlboro Lights? Lights? I don't know. Marlboro's they were always that's what they lived that on. cigarettes all kind of cost the same. Yeah. Right? Well, I think he's just saying this. They lived on ramen oh. noodles, generic beer, and Marlboro Lights. Wow. Yeah, because they were broke. So hmm. that's so funny. Nicole Kidman and I are the same height. She's very tall. Mm-hmm. I am 5'11", and so is she. But early in her career... She would lie about her height because she was afraid casting directors would think she was too tall. She said, and I was told this more than once. She said, I was told, you know, you're not going to have a career. You're too tall. You realize that. People would say, how's the air up there? 
And now I get, oh, my gosh, you're so much taller than I thought. Is she a lot taller than Keith Urban? Yes. Is he a short guy to begin with, or is he? Well, let me look and see how tall he is. Because when they walk the red carpet, I know she always has on heels. heels. And it feels like the two of them are, yeah. yeah. She says she's encountered a lot of men grappling with how high her heels should be. Mm-hmm. In her past, so he's you know, five foot ten. So he's probably like a little taller than me. So maybe he's not. Well, she's only got an inch on him, but if she puts yeah. on three inch heels, yeah. Uh, she's been doing this most of her life, by the way. Like when she was a kid, auditioning for the lead in the musical Annie, the cutoff was five foot two. Okay, but Nicole at the time was five foot four. Lied. <laughs> you lied. You got the job though. Managed to talk wow. her way into the audition. Um, didn't get the part, but she got the audition. So <laughs> that's the kind of game she had to play, I guess. Yeah, on the regular. Yeah, to make it in Hollywood. I used to lie about my height in high school. We all did because they used to hang hand out these programs at our basketball and volleyball games, and they would list all of the players and how tall they were. So I'm five five and three quarters, and we would all like up at a couple of inches. I was like, you'd round up. The, yes, no. In the part, I was like five eight in the program. <laughs> oh, because we kept thinking we'd be messing with our competition's minds, you know, because they would they're look so and be tall. like, "Oh God, they're tall. We're in trouble." I also like that you put the three quarters on there just to give yourself a <laughs> five, booster five right now. <laughs> well, I would say I'm five six now, but yeah, I just lie now. I guess don't I? <laughs> Keeping it up. That's really funny. All right, so when Kieran Culkin won his Emmy for Succession Monday night, he ended his acceptance speech by asking his wife, Jazz, for more kids. Here's the moment. And, of course, my beautiful wife, Jazz, um, thank you for sharing your life with me and for giving me two amazing kids, uh, Zisu and Wilderwolf. I love you so many and so much. And, Jazz, I want more. (laughs) (laughs) You said... You said maybe if I win. <laughs> I love you so much. Thank you. And I, I remember. Was, I thought it was a sweet, funny moment. I know. You and Fritz both said that. And then I came back because I was curious. I just said, yeah, but honestly, like when you set the cuteness aside, I mean, that's kind of a big ask, right? Like when your that's husband puts you ask. on your spot like that. Well, and I mean, I don't know how many people are watching the Emmys, but that's a big number of people that heard him say it. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta wonder what the conversations were like between the two of them. I mean, was it a playful? Was she all along thinking that yeah, she might want more too, and joking with him? Yeah, if you win the Emmy, then maybe I'll think about it. Or was the conversation more? Listen, just shut up. I don't want to. I don't want to be pregnant again. I don't want to have any more kids. Well, I'll just tell you this: we need more money. If you win yourself an <laughs> Emmy, if you win yourself an Emmy. I'll think about it. Do you know how hard it is to raise kids in Hollywood? Right. So it depends on what their conversation was like going into that night. Or she just made me, dude, I'm tired. Yeah. Like, I'm not going through that again. You know, the last one was kind of rough. I mean, I don't know if it was or not. Or depending on the ages, we have them right where we need them right now. (laughs) Right. I can't bring a baby into this. So here's what he's kind of backtracking a little bit because now he's saying he shouldn't have done that. He said, instead of just talking to her in private like a human, I just blasted her on stage, which was very rude. He got yelled at. Yeah. She called him out. Oh, yeah. 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 That is. So Kieran says that running up to the Emmys, Jazz, quote, spent the whole week being nervous. 
She's whole. She was all nervous. Oh boy. Because maybe she said, "If you win an Emmy before he got nominated, maybe that's what oh, she maybe had that said. was the and deal." And then he gets nominated, and she's like, "Oh crap!" And then but she, <laughs> that, but she even backtracked a little because she said, "Maybe, maybe, right, right." right. And then when he won, it's like, oh, crying <laughs> out loud. Now what? Here we go. Son of a. All right, quick break. Uh, coming up, we got the rest of the day's e news, including no doubt. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Scientists now say that the largest ever primate died out due to a diet change. Here's what happened. He switched to keto and wouldn't shut up about it, and everybody killed him. (laughs) Some sports news on Saturday. Peacock aired the Chiefs-Dolphins playoff game, and they announced that it was the most streamed event in U.S. history. Of course, the record will be shattered when the Super Bowl airs on Tubi. News, the world's biggest cruise ship, the Icon of the Seas, is set to begin its maiden voyage later this month. Yeah, this thing is massive. It's like the Mall of America in that it's full of people from Minneapolis. (laughs) This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Wind chill factor below zero to 15 below, depending on where you are. Uh, And when you head out, they say it'll be coldest right before sunrise. But plenty of sunshine later. That's the good news. High of 26 today. Right now, it is 6 at Q102. So have you ever been so broke that you considered joining the mob? <laughs> no. I don't think I've ever gotten to that point. <laughs> do you ever do you know anybody in the mob? Or know somebody that knows somebody in the mob? Would you even know who to call if I you wanted to, to join the Jack mob? I went to school with Jack Jackaloni. Really? I was on the bowling team. Really? His dad used to come all the time in velour suits. Really? I am not making this up. <laughs> wow. My grandfather had a falling out with one of his brothers, and he said it was over his involvement with some people yeah. who were connected. Ooh, wow. And, yeah, that was a big, caused a big rift between them. And they Is yeah. the mob in Cincinnati? Talking. Do we have oh, yeah, right. They're everywhere. Yeah, they they're, they're, there's The Tommy gun was invented here. Really? Yeah, well, the Newport, there's an entire mob uh, tour you can go on. The Newport Mafia tour. Well, what do you know? Also, my mom's Uncle Bethel, before he passed, was in the mob in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like the way Jeff goes there everywhere. <laughs> he knows. He knows. Organized crime. It's everywhere. In one form or another. <laughs> so, Ed O'Neill. Get a load of this. Ed O'Neill, before he was an actor, he was signed by the Pittsburgh Steelers in 1969, and he got cut during training camp. And he didn't know what he was going to do next. He ended up reconnecting with an old friend named Jim who offered him a job in organized crime. His friend told him, I'll give you easy stuff. Just you collect here. You do that. 
You run. You drop something off here and there. You know, you may have to lean on a guy. You're good at that. You can make some good money. But Ed's dad talked him out of it by asking him if he could handle doing time, and Ed's answer was a hard no. So he took off to New York to pursue acting, and the rest is history. Huh, wow. funny. How about that? Look at that. You have to lean on a guy. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Take a guy who leans on another guy. Uh, by now, you probably heard about Lindsay Lohan's surprise cameo in the new Mean Girls. Yeah, it took her a, about a half a day to film, and she fetched a whopping five hundred thousand dollars. Wow, good for That's her. Not bad for half a day. Half a day. You sure you don't need me the rest of the day? I'll take a cool million. <laughs> Please. Yeah, Lindsay shows up during the math competition scene, making it a full circle moment from the original. Wow. So there you go. What's Lindsay up to these well, days besides that? I saw, too, that baby. Um, they were talking about how she was really hurt. I guess at one point they talk about fire crotch in reference to her. And she found that joke very mean and very hurtful. They didn't tell her that it was going to be a part of the of the movie. And the so, original movie? The, no, the movie that she's in right now. Oh, gotcha. So they reference her and her family and her have been outraged by the entire thing. I think thing. there's a lot of things that could have been said to her that were a whole lot meaner than that. Than that? Do the math. The <laughs> movie's called Mean Girls. Because that's just in reference hurt. to hair color, correct? Well, I think, yeah, I guess. But to, like they, <laughs> she wishes it, right? that they would have Nothing like more than that. talked to her about it ahead of time, like and told her that it was because now she just was in the movie. It's a strawberry blonde bush. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> but she was in the movie and was like, "Well, I was there. Why wouldn't they tell me they made this joke about me?" She's hurt right. and disappointed because they wanted an honest reaction out of you. Yep. Or was it in a scene that she yeah. wasn't even in? Yes, it was, was them oh. talking about her behind yeah. her back. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Well, isn't that kind of the point then? <laughs> It's called Mean Girls. I'm just relaying the right? information. Uh, yeah, you weren't supposed to know until later. God, I wouldn't have. Ne- I would have never thought that that would be something that would be so trigger upsetting. her. I mean, yeah. I mean, I could just think of eight million other things. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. It's everywhere. And it's in a movie. I got like the notification from TMZ and I was like, yeah, I got to read this. And now it's like, Lindsay Lohan did not take the fire crotch joke very well. (laughs) God. All right. (laughs) So there's, there's going to be a big reunion at Coachella 2024. No doubt. I know you're looking forward to this, right, Jen? I know. We have a very funny, no doubt in our house. I don't know how it got started with Jacob years ago, but I think it started with Old Town Road. That song came on the radio, and he was talking about it, and I joked, that song is just so dumb. It's just so dumb, and he thought that was funny. So then we started listening to music through a whole new lens, trying to figure out if it was a good song or a dumb song. And somewhere along the line, No Doubt songs started popping up. And they became like the number one band for no for dumb songs. So oh yeah, that's where all of the, yeah, the laughing goes with me with No Doubt. Like, oh, my God. You hear it. Yeah, but if some I of hear her it stuff was car, really whiny, and you didn't like that Gwen either. Gwen Stefani is a... And that's why I would say to him, oh, those songs are dumb, because Gwen Stefani, he's so whiny. Yeah. And then we would sing the song and be silly, and he would laugh, and... It's stuck. You just don't know what's going to stick with him and what he's going to talk about over and over. 
no doubt having dumb songs is I one of the things that, that gets talked about I do enjoy that he calls it dumb, though. That's funny. It is dumb. Tears for Fears is the big one right now. Shout. Yes, shout. It's a dumb song. Dumb song. So <laughs> Coachella is happening in April, April 12th and April 19th, those two weekends in Indio, California, and the band made the announcement in a video on X. Other headliners are going to be Lana Del Rey, Tyler, the creator, and Doja Cat. I wish I could go. I love Doja Cat. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah, they haven't done anything together since 2015. They they got together in 1986, took a hiatus in the early 2000s, reunited in 08, and then it's been, yeah, nine years since they've done anything. No doubt. We don't know if they're going to be doing any other shows or if there's going to be new music or if this is just a one-off. But hmm. Coachella, there fun. you go. Daryl DMC McDaniels has a new hustle. He's selling cookies. The brand is called Daryl Makes Cookies. DMC. That's DMC. Well, clever. Yeah, the cookies are chocolate chip, and they're called the coolest cookies in the universe. And coolest is spelled with a K. Did he make the cookies? Is it his recipe? Is it his mama's recipe? Or is it just some well, random? That's he, the one on the bag. He kind of implies <laughs> that it's it his is. recipe, yeah. Uh, what makes these cookies the coolest? Well, they can bridge the generation gap. Daryl says the young people don't listen to the old people, and the old people think that the young people don't know enough. I want to change that. If you sit down and break bread, or in this case, eat some cookies with a kid, you realize that you have more in common than you have that's not in common all right so there you go there you go break some cookies with another kid that is all i've got this morning courtney cox posted a video of her dressing up her two dogs for national dress up your pet day i'm has got a little red sweater i should put on him it's so darn cold my dog really likes outfits yeah i mean i wouldn't say really likes but she is unfazed completely I mean, hmm. What is Monica's biggest pet peeve? Animals dressed as humans. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, actually surprised hardcore fans of Friends that remember that trivia detail about her character, Monica, who That's loved funny. to do that. Funny. All right. Well, uh, one final thing, and then we'll move on here. You probably heard the classic rock song, Blinded by the Light, hundreds of times. Revved up like a douche. Another roller in the night. Do you know what the light was, though? Do I know what the light was? Chris Thompson, who was the lead singer of Manfred Mann's Earth Band, was recently asked that question for the very first time. You know, the song was written by Bruce Springsteen, but the top 40 hit was by Manfred Mann's Earth Band. Mm. And here's what Chris said about the light. Actually, I spoke to Bruce about it when we went out to dinner one time early on when that had just come out. He didn't tell me, but one of the other guys said it was to do with a policeman. Because there's many interpretations about what that song's about, but it was a policeman's light coming in through the window, the car being stopped, the deuce coupe being stopped, and the policeman sticking his light in through the window. So it's the first time I've been asked that. Yeah, anybody who's been pulled over knows how bright that light can it be. It is a bright one. Uh, anyway, that version, uh, Manford Mann's version of that song became a number one Billboard hit in February of 1977.
Wasn't it? What weren't the real? Aren't the real lyrics racked up like a deuce? Another roller in the night. Something like that. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Jordan. Hey. Hi. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm doing good. Great. Good. Wonderful. Well, hey, we got your headlines here. You picked the real one and you are going to Bridal Rama. Let's see if you can do right. this. Is it A? Guy stole a lady's purse, tries to flee on frozen pond, and falls through the ice. Is it B? Woman wearing heels robs Louis Vuitton store and breaks her ankle as she runs away. Or C? A thief stole $900 but slipped on the ice as he was trying to flee. Uh, I'm going to say... <laughs> C. C, you're right. Oh, God. <laughs> he really thought about it. He really did. He no, no, really no, did. There I, was we appreciate that. Build, was build the suspense there, bud. You did good. <laughs> yeah. Way to go. Yeah, the weather is out there. The weather out there is rough for people trying to conduct honest business. And it's also rough for the thieves. A man in Canada answered an ad for an iPhone 15 on Facebook Marketplace. And set up a meeting for this past Saturday. But shock of all shocks, it was a scam. The buyer gave the guy $900, which is $1,200 in Canadian money. And immediately realized, gee, this phone doesn't work. So he was like, hey, this phone doesn't work. You need to give me my money back. But the con man made a run for it with the cash. He didn't get very far because he slipped on some ice as he was trying to flee. And the cash flew out of his hands. The victim ran over to collect the money. And while he was doing that, the scammer took advantage and assaulted him before running off again. It is unclear how much of the money the victim was able to get back or if he suffered any injuries. But... Evidently, the police are still looking for the sus- suspect. There you go. Yeah. Now, is it me or is it just that the whole Facebook marketplace thing feels so shady to me? I like, agree. I just, I don't want anything. I'd rather just give it away. <laughs> you know, if I can't <laughs> find another way mind. to sell it. Yeah. Or I don't have to meet up with some shady character. Right. We've That's done it a few thing. times. It's, it can, it can be really, really amazing and it can be really, really crappy yeah we, yeah we try and it's always like you get these messages is the crib still available and we're like yeah never here for you. like you we take two dollars for yeah, it yeah, right you talk about ghosting i'm like are these bots or are, are these even real i think a lot of them are bots yeah. yeah yeah 
Anyway, uh, yeah, I was bummed to hear that the Kenwood location of Pie, Pies and Pints is closing. I love that place. The, the, the pizza that's got the um, chicken and bacon and onions on it. And Gouda. Is oh, that the Gouda, the Gouda one? yes. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like yes. the uh, grape and gorgonzola. That yeah. was another one that's that was yeah, really that's good. One. That yeah. was like, oh, I don't know if I like this, but man, it tastes good. Yeah, and their salads are pretty I mean, their pizza's good. I Tim and I actually like their salads even better. But, uh, yeah, they're closing the Kenwood location. Just not enough business? Just not- uh, Let's see. Kenwood location is officially closed. Well, uh, they just thank patrons for their support over the years, encourage people to visit their Liberty, Liberty Center location, Liberty Township. Yeah. Uh, in addition to Liberty Township, Pies and Pints also has restaurants in Dayton, Lexington, and... Uh, Carmel, Indiana, among other cities. So there you go. Uh, But when one door closes, another one opens. Uh, This is really cool. At CVG, seven new food and beverage options are coming to the airport. Really? Like what? You're going to love one of them big time. Is Bob Evans going in? Nope, it's a Bengals bar. (laughs) Yes. A Bengals bar and kitchen is what's next at CVG. Cool. You know what's really great about this is, like, when I travel to other cities to watch football games, um, you, like, when we went to the Super Bowl with the L.A. Rams, like, they have, like, all this L.A. Rams, like, a kitchen and all this merch and stuff. I'm like, we definitely need a Bengals bar. How fun is that? Yeah, I, that this is has got to be a thing that maybe the NFL is licensing this to the to the food company, but it'll replace the out. You know where the Outback is in Concourse B? You see it as you come up off the escalator when you're uh-huh. heading yeah. to your gate. So Outback is gone. Outback is gone. The Bengals Bar and Kitchen is going to go there. Obviously, as you can imagine, it's a contemporary sports bar, which pays tribute to the Bengals. Uh, so it'll have your you know, typical sports bar food, beer, cocktail menu. Uh, Taste of Belgium is replacing the local in Concourse A. Uh, Carmela's Modern Trattoria will be replacing Hop and Cask. In Concourse B, Hop and Cask, as you know, that's the like a it's like, like a, a bourbon, bourbon bar. bar. Yeah, that yeah. place is pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, uh, but that's going to be replaced by an Italian concept. That's Carmela, you said. Yeah, Carmela's Modern Trattoria, a modern Italian full service bar and restaurant. We're by where Hop and Cask. Are used these to places going to open at six a.m. so that I can get my drink on before my Vegas flight? <laughs> I don't know about that, but I can tell you that Duncan will be because Duncan is replacing the Starbucks in Concourse A and B. Oh, really? Yep. Starbucks is out. Starbucks is out. Duncan is in. Huh. Uh, so there's another two right there. And then there's, Tim will appreciate this, Tap and Pour Gastro Bar. Nice. Tap and Pour Gastro Bar is replacing Covington Crossing. It's in Concourse B where most of the Delta Gates are. And they offer handcrafted drinks and hometown brews combined with freshly prepared dishes filled with local flavors in a warm and welcoming full-service setting. So everything that's coming in is replacing something that's going out. It's or not something like they're that's, adding Yeah, or something that's been new. closed right. for a while. Now, yeah, there was a spot, like there was a vacant space that's that's been kind of just sitting there for the longest time. Uh, way back in the day, it used to be Great American Bagel in Concourse B, and then they kind of boarded it up, and it was nothing for the longest time. That's actually going to be Sam Sambazon. Okay. Sambazon. 
Uh, Jen, you might like this. A unique acai fruit bowl concept. Oh, yeah. Uh, that you can have as a meal or snack when traveling. Toppings include fresh fruit, granola, and a number of other items. I'm all about that Oh, business. nice. So it's like build your own bowl. Like you can put yeah, it on top. That's cool. Pretty much. Uh, I guess a lot of these locations were scheduled to be redeveloped in 2020, but the plans were put on hold due to the pandemic. And so the the remodel and the build-out of all these restaurants will be taking place over the coming months. Okay. Yeah, it's exciting. Oh, well, good. Happy that's to great. see that. I'm, I'm excited about the Bengals Bar and Kitchen. Yeah, Me that's going to be neat. Bar food. Is that what it's pretty much? Is it is it going to be bar food, or is it more of a, uh, a yeah, higher it'll end? Be, I mean... Well, let's hope so. Because it's replacing Outback, so can you still get a steak? Maybe it'll be like not stadium nachos. Yeah. Nachos, tenders, burgers. Yeah, I'm thinking Ball like, you know, bacon steak. cheeseburgers, things like that. But, yeah. I mean, look, if you look at it the... It looks really cool. The mock-up looks, nice. looks awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, they got the Bengals logo. Like, they licensed this. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah, neat. Nice. How fun. You Very know, now exciting. that we got a fun winning team. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Let's hope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Weather-wise, wind chill factor. It could it's feel as low as 15 below out there. I mean, I'll admit I cried a little on the way into work this morning. You know, I did too. <laughs> I had a, like a, a, a like a watery eye Same. issue. Same. And I was like driving and there was a, uh, there was a Ross police officer sitting incognito like, I don't know, just probably watching for speeders. And I was like, I'm going to get pulled over because I was trying to dab my eyes uh-huh. from all of the cold. The cold. Yeah, I cried when the alarm went off because I was cold. And then my bathroom was cold. And getting out of the shower, I was cold. So we have a little mat in front of the tub in the bathroom that we're yeah. sharing. And because it's cold, I move the mat around depending on where I am in the bathroom. Uh-huh. Like it just it just slides across the tile. I, I sort of shuffle it, you know, with my feet so that my feet don't actually have to make contact with the tile. Uh-huh. And I got busted because <laughs> the, the bath mat wasn't located where it was oh, supposed to be. Okay. She's like, I know what you're doing with that bath mat in the morning. <laughs> yeah. You make it sound so dirty. I know. <laughs> <laughs> She said, really? Boy, you cannot wait for those that heated floor, man. That's going to be glorious. Yep. I don't know why my bathroom is so cold. My bedroom is just a little drafty, I think. And it's just cold. Oh, I swear to you. I was sitting in the family room the other night, and I felt wind. Yeah. <laughs> and I, new I windows said, in your construction. She was sitting right over there. No. And I, and I said, you know, because everything is closed. I made sure everything was locked. Yep. And I had a little... I have a little space heater for my little corner of the room. Yeah. She just rolls her eyes at me. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I swear to you I felt wind. Like, if that any other like time, you know, I, I would have thought it was like a ghost or something. But, no, this a was a, <laughs> this was wind. This is a cool breeze. But, you oh, know, my God. It's not what you're imagining it. I'm like, I'm telling you I feel wind on my forehead. Yes. I literally <laughs> yesterday was cutting my commercials for Window Nation, and that's part of the commercial is, like, walk over and put your hand up to the window for the window test. And if you can feel air, you might need new windows, Jeff. That's not put on the it list. Up, put it no, on the list. No, she's got new windows. Yeah. She did. She installed... She installed a bunch of new windows maybe five years ago. Um, I, the insulation could probably be better. Okay. 
Maybe that's what you need. I mean, your house is older. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's fine. You know, I got my little space here. <laughs> my little, what do you call that? A vornado. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you got one of those? No. Oh, yeah. When you turn it on, like, all the lights of the house dim. That's yeah. how much juice it's sucking. Oh, God, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> she gets home from work, and Better she walks works. in, and she's all huffy, like, it's 100 degrees in here. Oh, my goodness. I know. It's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, great. it's called heat, Kristen. Welcome. <laughs> Cuddling Welcome up in. with a cat. <laughs> Walking like around in your boxer shorts and a tank top. <laughs> oh, no, I got my flannel on. It's not that warm. No. Uh, the kids on TikTok are still obsessing over outdated terms that make you sound old. And here's another one. If you step away from your computer and type BRB, which is short for Be Right Back, you're already ancient. Young people claim they never use BRB. And maybe there's a good reason. Because they're never away from their computers. That's true. They never step away. They never need to tell anybody be right back. They're, they're never away there. from their screen. Everyone has their phone with them constantly, so you don't need to write BRB very often. Huh. But this came up after someone posted a photo of of what using a computer used to mean in the early 2000s. It's a shot of an old computer desk with a computer tower keyboard, monitor, mouse pad, and speakers. Okay. It's even got the built-in CD tower that those desks always oh, had. Oh, yeah. Another uh, person retweeted the photo and said something that resonated with a lot of millennials and Gen Xers. Uh, it's kind of nice when the internet was a single, solitary, unmoving place instead of a terror that extends to everywhere. <laughs> you went to this specific spot to uh -huh. go to the internet. Yeah. And when you left the spot, you left the internet. Yeah. It was the internet at that time, you could argue, was a place. And now it's just, you live in it. Yep. So different. Anyway, coming up, some of the day's news that didn't make the news, what not to do at a brand new job, Taco Bell cereal, and uh, if you sleep naked and have been having nightmares lately. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Cincinnati's Q102, and let's start with sleeping naked. Sleeping naked is one of those things that you either do or you don't do. Lately, I've been sleeping in pants, a shirt, and a sweatshirt, yeah. and socks and everything. That's funny. <laughs> I am sleeping like in full-on nerd flannel pajamas, traditional flannel pajamas. Yeah. And I tuck them in. <laughs> that do cold. I do. It looks ridiculous. I'm sure it does. Get a picture. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not one of those things that, like, maybe you just, you know, you sleep naked on Wednesdays. Like, you either do it or you don't. Yeah. And now we're finding out a little more about people who sleep in the buff. Evidently, a new survey compared people who sleep naked with those who sleep in pajamas. And it found that people who sleep naked are 
more likely to be night owls, more likely to watch horror movies, but also more likely to get nightmares. Mm. Huh. Interesting. Why? That's weird. Maybe because they're watching horror movies. So oh. Someone I live with is a, a naked sleeper. Yeah. And uh, I know all of those were true, except I don't know about the nightmares, but definitely loves... The rest of the stuff? All yeah. of the stuff you listed is check, check, check. Well, I guess this is good. Uh, people who sleep naked are also more likely to be satisfied with their sex life. Hey, Tim. Whoa. Ding, ding. <laughs> Easier access. So what about people that are sort of in the middle? Like, I just wear my undies. See, I don't like being naked sleeping all the time. I'm just a, like, right now, there's no way. Your house is too cold. Right. But, you know. But people who sleep naked seem bothered by clothing of any kind while sleeping. Oh. There is one thing that people who sleep naked have in common with those who wear pajamas, and that is, for what it's worth, they are equally concerned about climate change. That's funny. That's the one area where they are the same. That's funny. In fact, 29% of people who sleep naked claim they do it partially to to they do it to partially reduce their echo footprint. Okay. That includes using less AC in the summer but apparently not using more heat when it's frigid out like now. Okay. So now you know. Uh what else? Remember when you were a kid and the classic money goal was, you know, I really want to be a millionaire. Because that sounded like so much money. Yep. If I had a million dollars. Now, to be a millionaire, does that mean that you have a million dollars in cash sitting around? Or does that mean that you're worth a million dollars? For the purposes of this story, it would be net worth. Okay. So, like, assets included, like your house and your cars and stuff? Uh, Well, net worth, I guess, would include your house and car. If you're going by, yes, the definition of like if you that had to worth. sell everything, it's everything you've got that's worth anything. I kind of think of you know what you have in investable assets, but that's just me. Anyway, uh, here's the good news: the average American in their fifties today has a net worth of one point one to one point four million dollars. Hmm. That is a fact. Now. This is heavily skewed by super rich people who were, you know, yeah, tipping. the average up. Right. And most people are not average. Uh, but they're either millionaires many times over or they can't even afford to keep Disney+. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I just canceled. <laughs> December 31st. <laughs> but again, we're talking about Americans in their 50s. The median net worth for Americans in their 50s is about $300,000, and that includes property and retirement accounts. Okay. So since having a million dollars is complicated, yeah. a new survey asked people what they would need to say that they financially made it in life. Yeah. And the number one answer was being, in their mind, financially independent, not having to rely on others for money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Uh, The average American, now we have a new threshold. We have a new line here, Jen. 
Okay. The average American says they need to make at least $94,000 a year to feel financially independent. Now that's gone up, wasn't it? Or was the other study was just happiness, wasn't it? Yes. And that was, I think, $75,000. And anything yeah. that they made over $75,000 did not increase their happiness factor. Right. But we're not talking about happiness here. We're talking about a sense of financial independence. Yeah. And the average American is they feel that they need to make at least $94,000 a year to feel that sense of financial independence. Other popular responses were simply moving up in your career because it's a positive step forward. Uh Or settling into a job that you love. Yeah. Uh, Not having to work at all. Heck yeah. Yeah. And being able to spend and pay bills without worrying about money. Yeah. All yeah. those things would be nice. So there you go. Uh, what else? You're looking for another opportunity to wear that bold red evening gown you have in the closet? Uh, we may have an opportunity for you. Your next Delta flight. A recent report claims that wearing the color red when you fly can actually help make your travel day smoother and less anxiety-inducing. Okay. The idea is that red subconsciously makes people think that you're more important or of a higher status. So airline staff may be more attentive to you. And red might even attract more favorable treatment, like giving you a seat. Like in the in the uh, in, in a better cabin, like an upgrade, a seat okay. upgrade. Red is a power color. Yeah. It is. So here it is, translating into travel with extra snacks or drinks. Here you go, (laughs) sir. Might I add this shade of red looks smashing on you. That's my favorite color. This is Maybe I'll start wearing it all the time. I usually wear black on flights because I will spill something on myself undoubtedly, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't really show up as much. You know, when you're trying to, like, pull a drink or have a snack, and it's just all over you. Well, evidently, there are studies to back this up, but they are not unique to air travel because the blog that published the article is focused on airplane trips, but the research, we're talking about the research, uh, shows the color red is generally associated with perceived attractiveness. Hey. And how red can impact alertness and reaction times. Wow. So if you are with someone who wants a lot of special treatment from airline staff... It's probably worth testing this out. And if you're tucked back into a window seat, make sure the flight attendant can see your red when they come around with the peanuts and pretzels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the Biscoff cookies. Yeah, now, it's unclear if the power of red requires something fancy or if it would even work on that old faded red T-shirt you've been wearing since college. Right. I don't know. You know, if you're traveling anytime soon, just try it out. See if that's you're... my favorite pop of color. I mean, I me you know, too. I don't necessarily wear a lot of all red, but if I'm gonna do a pop, that's my pick. That's your pop for a pick. That's my pop. You know, well, do you guys remember when a... we had that one photo shoot? We all had on like red shoes, or we all added like a little dollop of red. I think we all had on red and white. We all had on black and white. And then didn't you and I both have red shoes on or yeah. something like that? Yeah, yeah I like that. That yeah. looked good. Let's do that again. Okay. 
Yeah, for our photo shoots. Sure. <laughs> I was telling these guys, I last night I went to see Beetlejuice at the um, Aronoff Center. How was that? It was really fun. It's really cute. I had never seen the movie. Um, so I guess, you know, if you've never seen the movie, you'll like it. It does have some, like, I would say it's like PG-13-ish because it does have some, you know, uh, language in it and maybe some other kind of humor that people may like don't take younger kids but i sat right next to our staff photographer steph keller and i was like has patty called you our is boss it almost time is it almost time for us to get pictures i feel like we haven't we had pictures in a while shoots. it's our favorite <laughs> thing and so now i feel like i've put the photo shoot out to the universe and so yeah, it might thanks. be coming sometime soon but now that we have the wardrobe planned with our black, white, and red, we'll be ready to go. Look at you. <laughs> That's our wardrobe choice. That doesn't mean it will be the wardrobe choice. I'm just, you know, <laughs> I'm putting that out to the universe, well, Let's too. remember just how much control we've got in these situations. <laughs> I like when they say, this is what you're wearing. It makes it a lot that easier. That is the best. I love that. Me, too. Yeah. Like, and I was thinking about it, too, when we were our jammies. Remember when she bought his little Christmas jammies? Yeah. yeah. That was really fun, that too. That was great. And she's got a good eye. I mean, yeah. you got to give her that. She picked out good ones for us. Yeah. I totally. Uh, Taco Bell just announced its first ever cereal. Kind of a breakfast take on their cinnamon twist dessert option. Only fans in a handful of cities are going to get to try it this week. They're not selling it in stores or online, at least for now. But I guess they partnered with Uber Eats, and they're giving away boxes for free. Between now and Monday, people in New York, L.A., Chicago, Miami, Dallas, and Atlanta can get a box of Cinnamon Twist cereal if they use Uber Eats to order Taco Bell breakfast. Okay, so this doesn't apply to us. Never mind. For everyone else, like us, here's the actual advice Taco Bell gave. Just order some normal cinnamon twists, crush them up, and add milk. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like cereal, doesn't it? You don't have to pay the premium to have it packaged. So it sounds like that's what the actual cereal is, too. And why not? Why not? Anything can be cereal, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because, you know, they were sitting around... In a Taco Bell marketing meeting saying, okay, what's next? <laughs> We've already <laughs> taken everything thing. off the menu and re-brought it back. Yes. So now what How are we going to do? How do we reinvent the cinnamon twist? <laughs> oh, I mean, I let's not keep making the cinnamon twist the same way, guys. Yes. We need to add something to the <laughs> breakfast menu. What can we do? <laughs> hey, yesterday we talked about on the hot list, uh, crumble cookie, which is, I know, oh, I think one I of Jen's favorites. I love crumble cookie. Evidently, they're coming out with some sort of cereal, like chocolate chip cookie cereal, like a la cookie crisp. Your teeth fall out after you eat oh, it. They do it's it's uh, and those damn cookies they're so freaking it's cookies big. and milk guys they're so big <laughs> yeah innovation that's all it is not like oh god what did you post yesterday they made my teeth hurt just looking at oh it. the cherry thingaling oh my oh, those god are those so are good. good they are good well i'm telling you when do you guys want me to stop at hertz donuts <gasps> right today any day you want to i saw I... freddie from the afternoon show went there recently but did... i heard that like four in the morning between like four and five a.m is uh-huh. a sweet spot to go okay 
because they are open 24 right. hours. And I so I guess. I stop on my way I in. think you should. They're making the fresh ones for the now, morning rush. Did they name them? I mean, do you guys know this? I did this to Tim the other day, and he'd never yeah. heard of this. But when we were kids, yeah, you'd say, do you want a Hertz donut? And the kid would say, yeah. And you'd punch him in the arm real hard and say, Hertz donut. With your knuckle. <laughs> Right, it's from the Sandlot. So that's, that's really funny. Yeah, I mean, do you we want did a Hertz when we donut? Were kids. Right. The kind of stuff oh, my yeah. sisters and I used to do Bam. to each other. Bam, Hertz donut. You're supposed <laughs> to put your knuckle out like this and really wallop right in the so arm. That's really it, funny. Is did the, do you know if they named if that was? I'm under the assumption that that's yes. probably that's what, great. Yeah, that's really funny. Where it came but from. isn't this a southern chain that's kind of making its way? It is north? a chain. I think there's yeah. like 20 different. But I stores. have seen that they have a lot of different variety of donuts. Jen, I, I might get overstimulated. I do that's, think I'm a you will. Bit, I'm a little concerned. Maybe you about just that. tell. Is them- this going to be our local voodoo donuts? Yes. <laughs> the people, it is tourists. People I should say, stand up. in line for in places like Portland, Oregon. Dude, yeah. they were lined up for. Hours when they sold like seven thousand donuts did. in the first three hours. Yeah, looks like the majority of them are on Colorado, Iowa, Arizona, Texas. Yeah, January fourteen. It says nothing can prepare you for what it takes to make one hundred thousand donuts by hand in just five days. All right, yeah. Jen, get a couple crazies, but also get some more plain cake for me. All right. Yeah, Jen, will you stand in line though? Is the no, question. Uh, well, I, I, it'll depend. Look at these things. Do you yeah. want me to be late for work? I mean, they look, they look, they have all kinds of different flavors and toppings. I mean, they're obviously, you know, very decorative and colorful. Do we want you to be late for work? (laughs) Did you just say that? Because you know that I'm not going to get up extra early. No. I'll get up a few minutes early, (laughs) but I'm not going to plan for a half an hour wait in line. Well, that's my question is, are you willing to stand in line for a freaking donut? Depends on how long the line is and how bad my sugar craving is in the moment. Yeah. And how much time I've got. Chris and I, we were in Portland and we were... Because you know, we had heard about voodoo donuts, we were like, oh, let's let's go to let's check it out. Let's uh-huh. see what all the hype is about. We get there, and this freaking line of tourists is going down the street, around the corner, and back <laughs> around the other corner. Yeah. And we're like, it's, I don't, it ain't that freaking good. Yeah, no way. <laughs> Sorry, my parents did I'm the same. I'm gonna blow the whole afternoon standing in line for a donut because it's like it's got like a corner that wraps around. And my dad was like, oh, it's not that long. And then you turn, and it's like straight oh, down the street. Yeesh. He's like, yeah, we're not yeah. going to that. No. Yeah. I think they've expanded Dad's too. Dad's a though. smart man. I think you can go to Vegas. Open Jeff. up additional locations. I think so. Yeah, <clears throat> um, I was watching a. Uh, I went down the YouTube rabbit hole, and there's this couple in France, who they're they're American, um, but they you know retired and they always dream that they wanted to live in France, and uh, it was actually helpful that the guy I guess the husband was born in France. But as soon as he was old enough, like, he came to America, uh, he got sponsored by a company, he got a job, got a green card, eventually became a citizen. And so his entire adult life has been spent in America. He's got a little bit, bit of a French accent, but he's just got, like, the, the sensibility of an American, all of his businesses, all of his work experience, all of his friends, his support system, it's all in America. But his wife always had a dream of living in France. And so he said, okay, you know, we're of age, we're empty nesters now, let's do this. And so they moved to France, and uh, it was, you know, they had some rough goes of it. It was difficult adjusting and making a move, and just, it's not an easy thing to do. You can't just show up in in France. You know, right. there's all this paperwork, and there's a lot of uh, red tape and bureaucracy. 
uh, just in order to get a visa, and it's ridiculous. But they overcame all of these hurdles to be able to buy a house and stay there. And now they do this uh, travel, uh, not a travel blog, but it's like a, it's like a YouTube thing where they show people, you know, around the city and around France and places to go and things to do and what not to do and uh, tips on if you are planning on spending an extended amount of time there. And one of the things I thought was interesting coming from the husband who had been to all of these so-called famous places that get all of the attention on all of the travel blogs is he says, we've dined at all these places because we live here now. And I am telling you, and he was standing in front of Angelina's, which is this restaurant that's kind of known like for its chocolate, its treats, its mm-hmm. baked goods and things. And there's no question they're excellent. But he says, I'm telling you that there's a thousand other places in this city that are equally as good as this place, if not more, but that, that don't have that two-hour line. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, don't waste don't your time. Do don't waste your, your precious vacation time yeah. <laughs> on these that. tourist traps. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, he says it's all hype, and he's got a point. Like, the marketing is so effective. Sure. Stuff like this. And Not people saying get that- all worked up. I mean, just look at these silly Stanley Cups. Oh, my God. Right? They're smart, though. Dick's Sporting Goods has some new pastel ones coming. Do they? Oh, those people are the will, big people ones. People will be lined up. I mean, when the Target ones went on sale for Valentine's Day, it was mayhem. These cups are like the new handbag. Yeah. I mean, because you carry it everywhere. You want it to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tesla owners in Chicago are upset because... Their car batteries have died on them in the cold temperatures that the city of Chicago is currently experiencing. And there aren't enough places to plug them in? Um, is that the problem? Well, I saw a whole article, uh, thing on the news last night about it. Basically, uh, the batteries don't work as well when it's cold, but then also you're running your heat full blast. Yeah. And that which draws, drains the battery which even draws more. from the battery as well as the engine draws from the battery. So you kind of, it's it works, but you just don't get as much juice. Okay. Yeah. No juice. It's still on zero percent. And this is like three hours this morning being out here after being out here eight hours yesterday. Man, this is crazy. It's, it's, it's a disaster. Seriously. Just, oh, we got a bunch of dead robots out here. It's not plug and go. You have to precondition the battery, meaning that you have to get the battery up to the optimal temperature to accept the fast charge. Yeah, I was seriously looking at a Tesla because I test drove the Model S and I, I, it was the most incredible driving experience of my life. Uh-huh. Like the acceleration, the power, the smooth, the All handling, like everything about it. I fell in love with immediately. Yeah. Like, where do I sign up? And, you know, I almost made like one of those irrational decisions where I didn't really do the research and think it through. Yeah. Um, so when I started doing the research, you know, after I calmed down from the high <laughs> of the test drive and deeping dive into the features and all this other stuff, uh, l- little things kind of made me pause, like, what happens if I need service? How long, what's the turnaround time on service? And I uh-huh. had learned from some other Tesla owners that it's not quick. You're going to be without your vehicle for a while. And it's not like those dealerships were, if you make an appointment, you can get a loaner necessarily. Uh-huh. And it, it may be different now. Yeah. Um, but it just, it, at that time between that and then we would have had to have our garage outfitted. We were going to have like a charger electrician come in and put a charger in sure. the garage and the whole thing. And then the cold weather, they flat out told me, they said, you know, it's, it's difficult to get a full charge in cold weather 
and it doesn't last as long. And I just remember thinking, like, from a practicality standpoint, when you consider the amount of road trips we do, if it was just a city car, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that that In might Florida. work. And I'm not saying no, ever, right? But. Just not decided yet. not yet. Wait on it. I went in another direction. There's no question that it was one of the best driving experiences in my life. But when I hear stories like this, I'm like, yeah. oh, these poor people. I feel like the hybrid's yeah. probably the best play, at least at this point. And that's what I have. I like it. Yes, in the world or where <laughs> we live. Well, and you have to consider the time that I took this test drive was when gas prices were like pushing five dollars a gallon. Yeah. At one uh, point, yeah. you know, and it was just like, God, there's got to be. A- got to be an alternative yeah but you know we go through these cyclical phases right sure sure where gas prices just plummeted there they went, up, they went up 25 cents in my neighborhood yesterday oh they're going back up again i filled up for 285 and by the time i got home it was 319 oh wow maybe like, it's because okay. it's getting so cold yeah but then i know other people that you know they they have their tesla and they swear by it. they love it yeah worry about where are you going to plug it in like they have those i mean it tells you on their little dashboard thingy right like there's oh, charging yeah. stations here there or wherever yeah yeah they get they got them all over the place and they're they have like icons on that mm-hmm. screen that was the other thing is i i did notice like my level of driver distraction and trying to work the touch screen uh-huh. could be problematic <laughs> yeah I don't like the touch screens. I need some knobs. Yeah. yeah. But they got they got like a Tesla charging station up here at the um, Meyer Meyer Target Meyer yeah. whatever. Meyer has a whole set of them. The, the the thing that makes me nervous about them is let's say you're on an interstate and you're traveling and you get one of those big snow bursts and there's a million cars and you're stuck forever in traffic and your electric car dies. Right. The battery runs out. Yep. Then what? I'm hopping into your car. That's, yeah, You're that's, in the lane next to me. Yeah, that's, you know, stuff like that. Or even just a really bad traffic jam. I yeah. mean, that's the kind of stuff that I'd be I like. I wonder how many AAA calls get, like, are there like, about can dead AAA come and get you and give you a boost? Is that a thing? I don't know. Like, can they deliver electricity? Or do they have to, yeah. they have to tow you? <laughs> Not really sure how that works. that's a weird question. But, Mobile dude no. truck. Yeah. Like, do they just pull up and you plug in? I know. You guys remember I I had to rent a Tesla and what's what's the one where the the doors come up like a oh Lamborghini doors yeah man that was cool that was a fun car to drive just just as a rental yeah see that's what I'll do there you go because the guy it, it was from like it's a place called Tesla Rents okay yeah, I, I I think that's like their website TeslaRents dot com or something uh-huh. and the only reason I went in that direction was because it was one of those busy seasons where I couldn't reserve a rental car. So I had to come up with a different option, and I just I went on the website and I just selected my vehicle, and uh, the guy told me where in the parking garage at Logan Airport he was going to leave it. Uh-huh. Left the keys in there. Uh, I had a GPS on it, so you know they could kind of track my movements, which you got to be okay with. Yeah. But in terms of the customer service, uh, he was right on it. You know, like he would text me. It w- we did it all by text. He would check in, make sure everything was okay with the car. Did I need anything? Did I have any questions about it? Uh, and we did have one instant instance where the winch, like the uh, the wiper blade on the windshield wipers, uh, kind of s- snapped off, and uh-huh. I, we were having difficulty snapping it back on. 
and he physically like drove out to our location and fixed it for us within wow, a matter of minutes. That's nice. That is nice. Yeah, Tesla rents if you you know curious enough to want to try it, but not quite ready to yeah dip your toe in. Seven forty nine, Jeff and Jen. And what is today, Wednesday? So we got a brand new second date update coming up. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. is looking for a second date update with a woman named Dana, and we're here to help him out. Hi, Corey. Good morning. Love the show. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. How can we help? Well, I need so much help. I, I guess I'll start here. <laughs> um, I, I've been trying to date this girl. She's just not getting back to me, so I figured you guys are the best resource I have. Okay, so you you haven't gone out with her at all then? This is just someone you want to go out with? No, no, no. I, we actually met her out once, and then I actually went out on the first date, but then after that, nothing. Got it. Mm. And how did you two meet? The old-fashioned way, boozed up at a bar. All right. <laughs> I do that sometimes when I, like, go out to bars with Scott. I'll look around and I'll be like, do you think people are actually meeting other people in here now? Oh, yeah. Like, who's single? That oh, guy? I thought you were looking girl. around saying, yeah, I'd hit that. I'd no, hit that. we do that, too. <laughs> we're like, oh, yeah, 25-year-old me, hello. Trust me, I, I'm, I'm the same way. Anybody who's not looking at their phone is open season. Right. That's, That's so funny. So what happened? Uh, so I'm just hanging out with my buddies, and then, you know, I see Dana. She's hot. Um, we talked just one-on-one for, like, two hours in the bar. Wow. And then after that, I get her number. I don't wait the 48, 72 hours. I text her the next day, and then the day after that, we're at coffee. That's great. Right. That's what I'm, you know, sensible, hour-long date, middle of the day, right? Super safe. Yeah. Talked about everything. It was, like... The most comfortable date I had ever been on. She's laughing the whole time. Plus, she's hot during the day. It wasn't like <laughs> beer bottle hot at night. She was actually legit hot with the lights on. That's so funny. And that's it. We, you know, we talked. And then at the end of the date, I walk her to her car. We talk about hanging out again. She's like, oh, yeah, great. Gave me a hug. And then I hit her up. Nothing. Huh. What's What's her story? Is she, like, out of a relationship recently? Or has she been single for a while? Did you get a sense? She seemed like she'd been single for at least more than a year, but didn't really come off like she was hard on the prowl. Okay. I don't date a lot. So it's like to have a a great date, you'd think we'd follow up. She was cool with it. And then to get, you know, nothing. Right. Stinks. Yeah. But so you were saying like how you spent a couple hours at the bar the first time you met her. Just chit-chatting away, and then you do the coffee date, and you said it was it was equally as good. Were, were you there as long? No. So we, we had two hours in the bar, and then coffee was only an hour. Oh, well, okay. that's still pretty significant. That's, yeah, yeah, for that's... sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like one of those dates where the girl shows up, stares at me, and then runs away. Right. <laughs> no, but just typically, like, sometimes with a coffee date, you're up against the clock because you got to get back to work or you got stuff to do or whatnot. But that's great that you guys hung out. Right, and that's why I do the coffee date because, you know, it's easy to get in, it's easy to get out. And if it's 10, it turns into lunch, it turns into dinner, it turns into, you know, sleepover. Right, without the pressure. Okay, so you reached out, no response, you're confused, there's nothing you can think of, no potential, I don't know, pitfalls or red flags or awkward moments that you think could be playing into this. 
No, and I crushed it, and I was hilarious, and she thought so, and then I had for sure secured a second date, so I don't know what happened. Okay, yeah. I love I don't the confidence. Think you, I do, too. I was going to say, I don't think you sound like, I think I'd give you a call. You sound pretty good. Oh, nice. Thank you. Yeah. All right, you got a backup. You don't sound creepy at all. <laughs> I <don't. laughs> All right, tell you what, Corey, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to give Dana a call and see what she thought of you and her her meetup and her coffee date and the potential for a third meetup as second date update continues. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Away, met her at a bar. They just got to chit chat. Next thing you know, two hours goes by, and they've been chatting away. Uh, they did not go home with each other that night, but they did reconnect over coffee the next day, and they hung out about an hour. You know how it is? Like you've been drinking, so that's one thing. Let's see how we feel tomorrow when we're sober yeah. and we're yeah. looking at each other in the daylight. If we're still feeling that energy, do we still like each other? Yeah, and Corey's pretty convinced that it was that it was still there and it was very good. And she seemed open to getting together again for, like, a formal date. But when he reached out, she hasn't responded. So this is where we're at. And if you're ready, Corey, unless you thought of anything else you want to add to the conversation, we're going to call her up. I'm ready. Let's do it. Hi, is this Dana? Yeah, this is Dana. Hey, Dana, it's Jeff and Jen, along with Fritch and Tim at Q102. How are you? Morning. Hi. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> what you up to? You busy? Oh, nothing. Just kind of hanging out, you know? <laughs> okay. You got to work today, or are you working from home? I'm working from home, but kind of slow today, so I'm just watching the TV, mm. you know, court TV. Sam's <laughs> favorite channel. That's so funny. It's, uh, it's my napping channel. Yeah. That's funny. What kind of work do you do? I work in HR for a company. It's kind of slow, you know, it's end of the year. Nothing much going on. That's great. No complaints. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. We were talking to a friend of yours a little bit ago, Corey, who you met mm. recently. And he he sounds like a nice he sounds like a confident guy, but a, but a nice guy. Fritch seems to like him. Yeah, I like his tone. Yeah. He would have. I definitely would have given him a drink at the bar. Yeah, you know. And <laughs> Corey definitely likes you. So we just wanted to follow up and see if you'd be interested in seeing Corey again. Not to put you on the spot, but I guess we just. Well, I guess we wanted to get your did. thoughts on Corey <laughs> and if you saw any potential there. Yeah, he was he was a nice guy, but just I don't know, a little too eager, a little too needy for me. Too needy? Yeah, just see. I mean, okay, so he would like ask me questions about things that I'd like, or you know, just things about me, and I would tell him what I like, and he would say, "Well, I don't know about that, but I'm willing to learn." I mean, he he never really had his own opinion about anything, and I don't know, he just seemed <laughs> he just seemed kind of soft to me. You know, and I like my guys. With a little more, to you? Yeah, he was just different from the bar. 
you know, and it, it could have been, you know, as Danny Fox say, blame it on alcohol, but he just seemed to have, you know, I don't. Can you give us an example of what you mean by he didn't seem to have his own opinion? Like when you were talking about likes and dislikes. Yeah. You were like, ask me, what do I like to do in my downtime? And I would say, so, well, you I like to watch court TV. <laughs> yeah, I like to watch court TV. You know, it, it was never a thing of what he liked. He was like, well, I don't know about that. But, you know, for me spending time with you, then, you know, maybe I can get the hang of it. It was just never his own opinion. He never just really seemed to have his own thing. And I kind of like my guys, you know, a little, a, just a little rough around the edge. It's not really rough, you know, a little grit. Like that, and mm. and Corey just seemed, he just seemed different from what he was. You know, coffee was like I don't know what my play cousin versus wow. Friday night at the bar. You know, he was like had his own opinion. You know, he seemed to be a leader, but with coffee, I don't know, it's a little mousy. <laughs> well, I feel like we're conflating interests versus you know opinions about this, that, or the other thing. In other words. He may not know about this interest or that interest that you have, but he's got his own interests. You saying he didn't have his own interests? No, I mean he didn't really have a, an opinion about anything. It was more about, you know, I don't want to make it sound like it was all about me because he did make it all about me. But then when I tried to engage in conversation, he didn't have much of what he liked to do, and it was just whatever you like, you know, whatever. Super agreeable. You like. Yeah, but I bet yeah. that was because. I don't know. I'm not going to speak for him. But I would have a feeling like when he's drunk at the bar, he doesn't really have like his inhibitions that he's just free to saying whatever he wants. But when he met you sober, maybe he was a little more like, oh, I got to play my cards right because I really like this girl. Yeah, it's a so date. I got to be kinda, polite. Yeah. So he was kind yeah. of like holding back. I don't I don't know. That's just how I've well, seen see, dates go. It just seemed natural. It didn't even seem like he was, you know, liquored up or anything like that. And even if he would just say something about himself, he would say, so how do you feel about that? It's like he had to get approval of who he were. I don't know. It was a little awkward. Huh. And like I said, I, I like my men with a little more grit. So yeah. he just seemed totally different. You know, the beer guy was different from the coffee guy. I like the beer guy. Okay. <laughs> if the beer guy took me out for coffee, right? maybe so. But I don't know. Just a little too sensitive for me. Well, what I like. I'd like to bring Corey into the conversation if we could just for a second, because I want to get his take on this. Do you do you get what she's saying? Or do you think there's any truth to what she's saying? Heaven forbid a nice guy goes out on a date. Yeah, like and then she you, shows that calls me soft. I, I know. I heard that word and what I just grimaced. Um well No guy likes being called soft. Yeah. That's just yeah. not a good no. word. Okay. Maybe I need grit. Wrong. I'm not a toilet cleanser. <laughs> okay, not soft, Corey, but you just you you just didn't I don't know, you just didn't seem as outgoing with coffee as you did with the beer. So to me it was it was all about well what do you like? And then if I tell you what I like, well I don't know if I like that, but I like you, so I don't know. It was just Okay. I mean, open, agreeable, willing to learn, a good listener. I mean, I, how, how many women complain that they can't find a nice guy, that they don't exist, that they're not out there, and then you get one, and then here you are complaining? I mean, if that's not an example well, I mean, of maybe just a stone-cold human resources villain, I don't know what <laughs> is. Well, I'm not a villain. I just know what I like, and uh -huh. you, the coffee guy, was just not it. I'm sorry. Maybe you're just not meeting the right women, and you're misrepresenting yourself. That's mm. really what you're doing because you're one way on Friday night, and then 
Saturday afternoon, you're just, I'm like, okay, who is this, Mr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? I don't know. How am I misrepresenting myself when at the end of the date, I said, let's go out again, and you're like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, man, he's not wrong. Yeah, kind of trying to get out of the conversation. Oh, my God. Stop. Okay, obviously not a match. Yeah. I I would just throw this out there, Dana. If, If a guy's trying to get to know you, and you're like, hey, I like A, B, and C. And these are things that he doesn't, re- he's, maybe he's not really into or, or he's never done before. But he's curious enough about you to say, oh, I'd be willing to try it. I'd be down for that. I'll try anything once. You think that makes him soft? No, it was just his whole character. He was one way under the influence seemingly, and then the next day he was a totally different person. Got it was it. just okay. it, it was it, It's just a totally chemistry thing then for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it was. Got yeah. It. The beer was more chemistry than the coffee. Okay. Period. No second date for me. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. You know, there's there, not everybody is for everybody. Yep. <laughs> At the end of the day, yeah. Well, thanks for having the conversation with us. We appreciate you taking the call. Sure. No problem. We'll let you get back to court TV. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Best of luck to you, Corey. Uh-huh. Sorry, Corey. Yeah, Corey, don't worry. I think you're going to be just fine I out there, I think so, Corey. too. And yeah. we appreciate you putting yourself out there, man. Oh, no, and thank you so much for helping, and I'm, and I'm glad I know. Anytime. We're here. Thank you. All right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so if we can do a second date update for you, shoot us an email. What's our email address? Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Right. Yeah. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. How are you? Good. How are you? Pretty good. I'm looking out the window. At least see a little sunshine. Those tall shadows. Mm-hmm. You dealing with what do they call? What do they? The traffic reporters call them. They go. You get a little bit of. Uh, you get what is it? Sun issue. Sun. Sun delays. Sun delays. Sun blindness. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you it encounter any deal. sun delays on your way to work in the morning? Sometimes I take my kids to school, so my my road can get kind of. I can't see the road very well because the sun's so bright. Sounds yeah. like sun delay, sun delay. Yeah. <laughs> like on delay, on delay. Yes. Yeah, Never like, heard of that, actually. I yeah. wonder, has anyone ever given any thought to when they're purchasing a home, you know, based on where they work? Well, if the sun rises in the east and it sets in the west, then I want to make sure that when I go to work in the morning, I'm... Not driving into... Right. I'm not driving yeah. into the sun, so I want to live... <laughs> east of where i work so that the sun will always be behind me illuminating everything in front of me if but not they hadn't thought it. of it before they will now jeffrey you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> i remember somebody moving to town and saying they had never heard the word sun delay until they lived here and they heard i think it was molly when she was our traffic reporter would be like there's a sun delay going down the cut in the hill or up the cut in the hill or whatever and they had no idea what it meant yeah it's a real thing but uh, for yeah, as cold <laughs> for as cold as it is out there today, we'll we'll take every bit of sun we can get. Yep. Right, Leah? Yeah. Yes, we will. <laughs> All right, let's try to win you a thousand dollars. Okay. All right. 
You're going to have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day. Don't repeat any of your answers and do try to pass quickly. It is the key to winning. Are you ready? Yep. All right. Give her a letter. Okay. Today you have the letter. All right. You have the letter A. A. Oh, we've had winners. We've had winners with A. We have. However, uh, you have the choice of picking your own letter. If <gasps> if you don't love the letter oh. A, it says here that you can pick your own letter. What a twist. Oh, Lord. Yeah, yes. that's up to you. It just depends on what you're feeling. Do you want to trust the universe mm. or do you want to put your fate in your own hands? Mm. Mm. I'll stick with A. I've done, stick with a? I wanted to do T because I, I almost won on T, So, but I'll just stick with A. All right. <laughs> All right, okay. sticking with A. All right. So we've already got 30 seconds on the clock set to go. I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. Okay. With the letter A, name something you do on a snow day. Pass. A vacation spot. Atlanta. A side dish. Applesauce. A city. Uh, Albuquerque. Something gray. Ashes. Something you pick. Apples. Something you bury. Uh, pass. Something you freeze. Oh. Pass. My ass. I know ass. My ass. My ass. I'm freezing my ass off. <laughs> or something you pick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your ass. I know it. <laughs> something you bury. Aunt You're Louise. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Something you bury. You could have said ass Aunt for Louise. that, too. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, ashes. I was like, "Why well, said ash?" No, ashes was pretty good. Oh, that was Great. good for Greg. Uh, yeah. Applesauce, Atlanta. I know your frustration. Albuquerque was a good, yep. good save. Good yep. save on Albuquerque. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, you're wow. not bad at this. I don't know. I see a potential thousand dollars in your future. One of these days, you're going to nail it, Leah. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think this is like my eighth time I've already played. Oh, <laughs> so you'll get there. You'll get there. I'm trying. <laughs> All right, hang in there. All right. Thank you. Talk to you later. All right, bye-bye. Take it easy, bye. <laughs> there she goes. Yeah, remember Bailey? Bailey, who is currently in the timeout, she played how many times <laughs> before, before she, she won. won? And then she couldn't even believe it when she won, and then she was disappointed that she won because then she couldn't play again for six months. Yeah. She's four <laughs> months in. She reminded me yesterday. Oh, yes. yeah. That's She's, funny. She has Two it on, left. A, she has it on a countdown, and then she started playing one of our other favorite games, Faker for Real. <laughs> She's in. Absolutely, she's in. So I don't know how I feel about this. An Australian OnlyFans star. She's doing her thing, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. She's making money. And she discovered that one of her best friend's husbands was a subscriber. Oh no. Mm-mm. Not only oh, was no. not only was he a subscriber, yeah. he was using the girlfriend package. <gasps> which the girlfriend package is where he would pay extra to get exclusive content from her. Oh. How did she figure out it was him? You get oh. your subscriber info. Yeah. Do they give you me. the name or do they give you like a username? Um, I don't know. I mean, they can probably. I mean, the money's got to be coming from somewhere. Maybe the name on the credit card. I'm yeah. not really sure how it works. Um, my name is Michael Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not Jeff from Q102. <laughs> <laughs> That's my nickname. 
My nickname is not Jeff. I'm not Jeff. <laughs> yeah. So here is her name is Honey Brooks. Oh. I had a sub on my page who a sub is a subscriber. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. I had a sub on my page who subbed probably like six months ago. He asked if there was a more personalized experience for him to purchase. I offer a girlfriend experience, but it's quite expensive. So he continues with that package for like three months. He stopped messaging me because his wife found out. His wife, that is one of my best friends, and I've met him multiple times. Like we literally go out on family dates. Wow. Well, how did his wife find out? Did you tell him? It was the credit card. Wow. I don't know. Or did you tell her, I should say? Yeah, how does that show up on your statement with your bank? Tim, you seem to know these things. <laughs> he is being very um, quiet over here, isn't he? Does it, does it come up you on your charges your as OnlyFans.com? You can choose your own username. No, I'm saying the charge. Does it come up as OnlyFans.com on your... I don't know the answer to that one. Mm. I'm reading the article was in the New York Post. Uh, she she says she inadvertently broke up her friend's marriage after the husband secretly subscribed to her. Um, oh, okay. He was sending her raunchy messages under a pseudonym. Okay. So anyway. Um, she claimed that a man subscribed to her X-rated page about six months ago and quickly purchased all of her kinky content that she's putting out there. I have no idea who they are, she said of her subscribers. She says they can sign up under whatever whatever name they want. Okay. Okay. She said we don't get to see email addresses or anything like that. Yeah, I guess that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, here, I'll put her up on the screen so you can... See her. She's pretty. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Wow. Okay. So she goes on to say uh, the man who later she found out was one of her best friend's husbands subsequent, subsequently direct messaged her asking for a more personalized experience. And she says, you know, I offer what's called a girlfriend experience, but it's quite expensive, as you heard her say. Uh, as part of the package, Brooks offers priority messaging and access to fun things every night, whatever that is. But she said it's basically like being your online girlfriend. So the guy pays for this pricey package for like three months with Brooks exchanging steamy texts with him every day for the entire duration. Wow. wow. But then suddenly, like all of a sudden, the dude goes silent, like just disappears off the face of the earth. And she's thinking like, you know, would the guy die or something? What right. happened? But Sunday morning, she learned the real reason for the subscriber's silence. She said, he stopped messaging me because his wife found out. <laughs> and his wife, turns out, is one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. The way she's making it sound, it doesn't sound like she ratted him out. No. Because she didn't know. He got right. busted. Big he got he busted. somehow busted himself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, huh. I was talking to Stacy, and she's like, well, why were you talking to Stacy?" Uh, yeah, she said she, she insists she had no clue that he was the person paying for the girlfriend experience. She said, now I'm thinking to myself, have I unknowingly had an affair with one of my best friend's husbands? Wow. 
Uh, I feel gutted that he's done that to her and that he's done that to me. Okay, well, uh, who do you think your clientele is, though? You just never know. Probably I mean, a lot on. of married men, you would think. Well, the, right. Yeah. But, you know, this matters to you suddenly because it happened to one of your best friends. Yeah, like if it wasn't your best friend, would you feel How many equally other marriages as gutted? have you yeah. been breaking up along what the way? What percentage of your subscribers do you think are single? Right. Like 1%, 2%. The friend has reassured Honey Brooks by insisting that the infidelity was not her fault. Uh, but, <laughs> but the content creator has agreed to sit down with her pal and the pal's newly estranged husband to talk through the situation. Ew, I oh. wouldn't want to sit uh, down with him. Okay, thanks. Uh, this infidelity revelation is not the first time Brooks has made news. She previously made headlines for discussing her own unconventional marriage. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. When she says they go out on double dates, she feels gutted because of this. Like, how does her husband, her husband feel or her partner feel about doing all of this? To her begin doing with. all of this and creating something called the girlfriend experience where she exchanges racy text messages and every day. I bet it depends on how much money she's making doing it. Well, mm -hmm. my guess is he is okay with it because last month uh, she got backlash after revealing that she shared her husband with 16 other women in 2023 saying that by sharing her husband it was uh, it was a show of strength that they're bond together. Okay. I can't. I'm done talking about this. I, <laughs> I am totally stunned. Shared my husband with 16 other women to become stronger in my relationship? Yeah, I really feel like it made us stronger. Really different way of thinking. Oh it's a really God. different way of, it's very unconventional. But it's what's fun, I mean, the whole, the, what makes this story so ludicrous to me is the fact that she's so morally horrified <laughs> at the fact that her best friend's husband was a, was a subscriber. Well, I think like, what, this is what upsets right. her. This is where she draws the line. Well, I think probably what's creepy about it is she knows the guy. I mean, you know, it's one thing if you're out there doing all this stuff with the what you believe stranger. to be. Exactly. But then you find out it's the dude, you know. I mean, I would be totally creeped out if I had a page like that. And, and then one day, it. yes, and then I find out <laughs> I'm doing all this sexy stuff with you and I sit right next to you every day. That would be like, oh, my God. That would be awesome. <laughs> See, I would. <laughs> <laughs> On a multitude of levels, right? But I, I would think that would be like part of the wow. risk of doing business, don't you think? Absolutely. Like but still, you don't think that it's good. You don't think. I mean, did, did, did you think she walked into it going, wonder which one of my friends and co-workers is going to show up paying me. I'll tell you what, if I was her friend and we were having lunch out someplace, I'd be like, so how many of your subscribers do you think are people you know? <laughs> honest to God. Yeah. Like, let's be honest here. Yeah. I mean, aside from the fact that the majority of them are probably married. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think that, like, people you know are out there trolling and could have easily inadvertently, yeah. based on some algorithm, come across you. Right. Or the fact that you're on, you know, the New York Post talking about everything. Right. You know, that's just... Honey Brooks, that's easy to find on OnlyFans. Right. And if you were someone who visited OnlyFans and you're scrolling through and you come across someone you know, whether you find them attractive or not... I'm subscribing. Aren't you curious yeah, to see what this person... Like, if, if you're scrolling and there's Tim... 
Yep. Like, I know. what is he doing on yeah, here? Yeah, because I would pay. I would pay the $1.99 <laughs> or whatever. You'd want to support well, I, Just I, for, I, like, to be like, what is he doing? Like, But think about, like, your friends. Kid, like your kids' friends, you know, moms and dads and stuff. Like, uh-huh. what are they doing? And what if all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's Miss Judy. Uh-huh. What's she doing on there? Yeah. Tim was Let's just cry. minding his own business, enjoying his life on OnlyFans, <laughs> doing his thing, until one day he discovered that Jen and Fritch were subscribers, <laughs> and he just freaked the bleep out. We would supply. We see. I think if any of us were on there, wouldn't wouldn't you tell We'd the help other? Come up with content. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know what you should do. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you should try. This is just how my brain works, which is very different than a vast majority of the population. But I feel like if I'm going on OnlyFans. I am with the understanding yes. that everyone from my mother to my coworkers yes. and the rest of the globe is looking or has the possibility. They're aware. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Everybody could see it. Yeah. So that would uh, go into uh, so my thought process when taking certain That would photos. go into your content it's your creation. Mother. It's your mother that's standing in the way. She's not even it? on Facebook. I have nothing to worry about. But, yeah, but, <laughs> but that's what the private things are for. Like, Honey Brooks does the private, like, the extra services. That's where the extra services come in. Well, that's, Because if we like your base content, we will pay for the extra services. Yep. You got to have something extra to get that $50 that's fee right. for that one photo. Mm-hmm. She's like, how did he even find me? Well, you just <laughs> said you made headlines for the backlash you received right. from sharing your husband. Yeah. So it's not like this is a secret thing that you're doing. Yeah. He probably knew anyway. Yeah. Because yeah. his wife and her were such good friends. Yeah. Had a lot of people text and me how trying to find out what my OnlyFans is. Yeah. I really need to create this. <laughs> I know. I did. I think you got a brilliant yeah. idea. I, I have bills. I know. <laughs> now, what would you, I mean, if you found out Kristen's really hot friend had an OnlyFans fans page would would you be a little curious i i would be curious but not enough to subscribe because would that be just too weird it would be too weird yeah (laughs) i just don't you can tell how do you play that off you know like if if you are this husband how do you play it off well i'm not gonna hide my fascination hanging out well yeah you would ask questions but i mean when you are with this person after you've seen everything that they do on OnlyFans, wouldn't that just be weird so how's work (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah but how was your week (laughs) let me ask you this though do you think they talk about it when they're out to dinner like for example if these people if you went out on a double date with someone that is an OnlyFans model or whatever it is don't you think it would come up like so what are you doing on there well but what are people paying you to do? Does your job come up when you yes. hang out? Yeah, That's there you go. That's what I'm saying. I feel Absolutely. like you would totally, like, fully know. Say something. Yeah. You would. You know what? Know. Uh, I do it all, actually. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I won't go this far. I won't do that. But, I mean, yeah, you know, I pretty much do this, that, and the other thing. A lot of people sending us links to this honey, whatever's what's honey her Brooks. name, honey, honey boo-boo. Um, yeah, evidently she's making about 60 k a month on this. Yeah. Wow. Doesn't surprise me. Now, you do you know anybody on OnlyFans? I you, do. You do? She does. Yeah. What do they do on there? They they do a lot of private act. Like, they do content every day in some way, shape, or form. Usually, like, sexy chat, we'll just say. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, revealing chat. Look, I'm hopping out of the showers. And, and then you Pick. can also pay for private room stuff mm-hmm. with her and her partner. Who, yep. Whomever that partner she might She said be. how much she's making a month? Well, I don't ask because I don't. But I know, like, 
there have been a lot of upgrades to the home and purchases and you know you see you see i don't want to allude to who this person is is uh-huh. why i'm being kind of <laughs> is it someone we know no i don't think you guys know them yeah but i mean it's i'd like I, I have conversations and with other people that know that they do this too, and it's like, well, I guess they're doing pretty well because they got a blah 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 blah, blah. yeah, or they went to blah 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 blah. You What's know. that marriage dynamic or partner dynamic? I think it's open. Really? Because mm-hmm. it would almost have to. be. I feel I like there's it... participation. Oh, um, like you can pay for extras for that. It's fascinating. $60,000 a month. This world we're living in Holy is just mackerel. fascinating to me. Meanwhile, I have three jobs. Yeah. I know, right? And what is, I mean, if this is what's going on now, what's going to be going on 10 years from now? Mm. I just, it's just fascinating. Yeah, I mean, think of the influencers who are, you know, busting their butts out there in the freezing cold, posing for pictures in front of fancy restaurants. <laughs> yeah. You know, getting getting a few bucks like, here, a few the bucks hell? there. Like, yeah, man, I that's just... a whole nother, that is a whole nother racket, the whole making money on Facebook thing. I mean, that's that sounds like a lot of work in comparison. Oh, I don't know. It's so, it just doesn't make, there's no way to figure out the system of how you get paid. But well, once you there. do, then they change it. Exactly. It, it just. What do you think is more difficult? Like just being a mainstream influencer for this, that, or the other thing? Or having an OnlyFans page. Like, what do you think no. requires more? Mainstream influencer, 100%. You think that'd be a lot, lot harder work? 100%. It is a lot of work. Because you got to hustle for it. Like, with OnlyFans, yeah. I mean, if I just woke up every day and got naked, how that's pretty easy to just do. Like, sometimes you have to, you know, obviously create content. But I know some personal, you know, their full-time job is to be an influencer. And they hustle yeah. hard, oh, taking yeah. meetings. Plus, they have to schedule when certain things go up, and they got to keep all of that in their calendar. I mean, it's a lot of work. That sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, getting up at 4.15 in the morning is no walk in the park That's either. That's right. No walk in the park. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, though. Like, yeah, that alarm sucks, but, you know, once you get in here and just... What'd you do today? Oh, we talked about OnlyFans. <laughs> How was your day? Oh, it was yeah. great. We, yeah, 100%. You know, True. I'm, I'm grateful for that. Yeah, you get to go too. in and be like, Do you want to hear what Tim's OnlyFans is going to be, Kristen? <laughs> <laughs> it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> yep, it's a brilliant idea. And, and then I'm going to be checking her phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Curly and Kenwood. Yes. God, that's fine. We know that screen name. Oh, God. No, that's it's just funny. gazebo in all caps. <laughs> Wait, someone's using not Jeff from Q102's credit card. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Say hi to our newest best friends club member. This is Sandra Mingi of Amelia, everybody. Hey, Sandra. Hi, Sandra. Hello. Hi. How are you? 
How are you? We're doing great. Thanks for asking. Uh, it says here that you work for the Drug and Poison Information Center oh, wow. that we know as Poison Control oh, at wow. Cincinnati yeah. Children's. That's right. Oh, God. What do kids eat? Uh, oh, my goodness. Anything and everything. Most of our calls are actually for children ages five and under. So. Anything and everything. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah. Do you have to know all this stuff off the top of your head, or do you have like a book or something that you that can back you up? We do have books that kind of um, walk us through, depending on what was ingested or um, what type of exposure it was. We, we, we do have those to back us up, but we have wonderful um, pharmacists and nurses who take our calls, and they're great with everyone who calls in. But no, they don't have to know everything off the top of their heads. So they do have some documentation to help walk them through the calls, but they are very educated. <laughs> On average, can you tell us like how many calls per day does the poison control center get? I, you know what? I don't want, I want to say the wrong number. I'm going to say probably about 500, but oh, wow. what, per yeah. day. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That blows my mind. Yeah. And how many of those are like a serious situation? Cause I know I've called poison control before, but it was, over my dog or cat getting something. I don't think I ever did over Jacob, unless maybe with a medication. I was going to say, I had to call one time. More I than accidentally gave my nephew, Zach, like too much of double something. Double dosed, yeah. He had it in the morning. I didn't know. And then he got it in the afternoon. And they're like, oh, I had a call. And they're yeah. like, it'll just make him really hyper or something like yeah. that. I'm like, thank God. I was freaking out. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, we get a lot of calls like that. Um, people who just want reassurance that. You know, everything's going to be okay, okay. which, yeah, that's some, and that's what we're there for as well. But right. um, we do we do have some serious cases, but um, I would say majority of the cases probably are more reassurance, but we definitely have the serious cases yeah. as well. That's great. Well, we appreciate what you do. Thank you so much. Uh, speaking of serious situations, five years ago, you survived two strokes within oh, a 24-hour period at the age of only 38 Oh, my goodness. Correct. And had it not been for your husband and sister, you may not be here today. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Yeah, I uh, had a stroke overnight and got up and got ready for work, and I was ready to leave for work. And tell my husband I was leaving because this was before the pandemic, but he was already working from home. I went to tell him that I was leaving, and he noticed I didn't have shoes on, and he said, are shoes optional today? <laughs> and I realized I couldn't talk. Oh, wow. So, yeah. That would see that would uh, unless I had an obvious sign like that. Would you even know? My grandmother had a a pretty debilitating stroke, but she was older. She was seventy two at the time, and mm-hmm. you know lost the majority of her motor skills on her right side for the remaining twenty right. twenty one years of her life. Do you typically know when you're having a stroke outside of like? Are you conscious of it when it's happening, or is it something that other people tend to pick up on first? Um, I, I think you have to watch for the signs of stroke. I think a lot of times it's pretty obvious. In my case. It was not. Um, I had a few things that happened before I went to work that looking back on it now, I think, yeah, that was, that was my sign. But I did not pick up on it in real time. (laughs) Well, and a shout out to the uh, Comprehensive Stroke Center at UC Health in Clifton. Evidently, they did a really great job at taking care of you. Oh, they absolutely did. Yeah, I was care flighted from Mercy Anderson to UC and went straight into surgery and then had another stroke about five hours. Yeah, they were amazing. I'm here because of them well we're happy to have you in our club sandra thank you so much thank you for being a part of our radio family since day freaking one yeah thank you so much thanks for listening 
to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.